I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. This podcast is an honest, behind-the-scenes, no-bullshit look into the wedding industry. With over 15 years' experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding. We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know. Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is your consultation. Welcome to the wedding session. Hello, Wedding Session family. Welcome back to our podcast. I'm going to let you know that this is the third recording we've done because (laughs) I've been interrupted in my house multiple times. An Amazon package, a dog barking, and then my son wanting more milk. So we're here. We're here. We made it. Oh my goodness. We're so glad you're here, Tarina. You know, people say they want to be an entrepreneur, but it is 8.30 at night. (laughs) We are working and you know, that's just there's just some of those days, just like what is happening in this house. So word. We yep. thank you for joining us. We thank you for giving us your time to listen to us rant about certain things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, today we decided to go a bit of a different route with the subject. Instead of breaking down one topic, we thought we'd do something like we did on a previous episode where we find an article about weddings and we make fun of it. I mean, you know, give our opinions. <laughs> Loosely opinionated ladies. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is kind of one of those things that uh, I was inspired by watching a whole bunch of Instagram um, stories and a whole bunch of people were saying unpopular opinions, unpopular wedding opinions. What do you think about this? And what do you think about that? And I was like, you know, I think this is something we need to actually kind of talk about with you guys because mm-hmm. there are a lot of unpopular wedding opinions about some things that are like, I feel personally attacked. And some of them I'm like, oh no, that is that is not good at all <laughs> in any yeah. way, shape or form. So Now there are so many unpopular opinions. When we found all of them, we thought, well, damn, these are all actual episodes because mm-hmm. they're unpopular. So we decided to find a BuzzFeed article. Now yes. it's called 17 Unpopular Wedding Opinions That might get you a little fired up and you know I think you'll hear the fire as we read through each piece (laughs) I mean I'm not I'm not saying we're gonna get salty about it but I'm just saying there might be some choice words so uh... it exactly yes so I think how we're gonna do it is I will read it and then we will both choose well I'll read the first one and then we will both choose if we agree or disagree and then give our reason (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man okay here we go it's here gonna go. happen so number one speeches are terrible nobody cares that you were best friends in elementary school we all just want to eat and get drunk so hurry it up hmm. uh, agree so i agree and disagree am i allowed, oh, I am I allowed to be on the platform there here's my, here's oh. why and i think we're in the same boat if a person that goes up and has known you since elementary school, but can speak true from the heart, have heartfelt stories, make a connection for you as a couple, it is beautiful. When what's her chops from grade two is like, remember when we used to play with ponies and then we were with boys and oh my God, was that amazing? That sucks. 
No one wants to hear that. Those exactly. Exactly. Or the length. And we already talked about this on another podcast, but you're going to lose people after two minutes. We're like mm-hmm. bugs. We have a two minute, two second span, attention span. And then afterwards, literally nobody gives a shit about what you're saying. So, <laughs> so speeches can be terrible, but, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. but they can't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So, well, okay. To be honest, to be honest, <laughs> I find that I like I really like speeches as a part of the wedding. I think it's a way to make a party feel personal, right? Yes. In yes. a good sense. I think when speeches are done right, it really makes the day because you plan and plan and plan and it's beautiful and it's amazing and the wedding is great, but the speech is the surprise. You don't know mm-hmm. what they're going to say. And when they kill it, it's so good. So good. So good. But okay, honest opinion, how many times have they killed it? I'd say at least one of the five speakers kills it. Okay. Usually one. So 20%, that's 20%. So a fifth fifth of the time, it's awesome every time. There's never been a wedding where I'm like, all the speeches suck. There's like one that's always really great. You know? I'm going to remain silent. Fair. I'll remain Fair. silent on that one. <laughs> Fair, Fair. Fair. Let's move okay. on to number two. Number two. All right. Wearing a white wedding dress is so unbelievably overrated. Queen Victoria is why the white wedding dress thing exists. Wear the color you like in the style you like. I agree. I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I dreamed about wearing a white dress on my wedding day because there's just something so crisp and clean and lovely about it and and i mean the style has certainly changed i mean i wanted to look like ariel when i was seven and now i want to look a little bit more streamlined and a little more modern but i like the idea of wearing a white dress it singles you out also i mean granted if you wear this giant couture like vivian westwood kind of dress then yes Mm -hmm. people are going to know you're the bride but if Mm -hmm. you're wearing some like basic slip dress off some rack from like nordstrom Mm -hmm. you don't really feel like extra special or something. I don't know. That's why I disagree with a blush dress or a gray dress. Yes. Like it's still a wedding dress, but uh, so my friend's perfect example, she put on a white dress and she, she's very fair, very fair maiden. And the white dress just (laughs) washed her out and Mm -hmm. the blush dress just, Oh, made her pop. Like it needed that warm tone to warm Mm -hmm. up that Mm -hmm. pale, pale skin. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, we actually had a wedding where the bride wore a blush dress and it fit her she was stunning in the dress. Mm-hmm. So like blush is okay. But I think what they're referring to is more like wear the color you like. Mm-hmm. And if you guys are following along, we'll, we'll put the, the article in the show notes. But the photo that they post is, mm-hmm. um, uh, oh my gosh, what's her face? From Sex and the City. Oh my God. I'm I believe it's Mar- Miranda. Miranda. It's yeah. Miranda on her wedding day. And she is wearing a like red velvet, like it's a, it's a nice, but it's more of like a jacket. But that's like, her and it makes sense for her. I had a friend of mine actually wear a green velvet dress for her wedding, and I was like, nobody yeah. else would be able to pull this off. Mm-hmm. But so, like, yes, sure, if it fits. But mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I'm all for the white wedding dress. I believe make, it's make, because you're from a more tradi- traditional. I'm family slightly more traditional. Based on the yeah. photos I saw today. <laughs> oh yeah, those gems! Yeah. Holy crap! We're gonna hide those ones. <laughs> 
Okay, number three, bouquet tosses are humiliating for your single friends. It's like throwing your garbage at them because they're not married yet. I 1,000% agree. Savage. Savage. I I agree. (laughs) Well, okay. So I'm – I mean, the whole point of it was like to singling out your friends. Whoever catches it means you're going to be the next one to get married. Okay, fine, whatever. But I find that, like, first of all, you've spent maybe $300 on that bouquet. That shit is coming home with me. Secondly, I have been at weddings where my the bride is very, like, sweetly, but maybe whatever, very sweetly walked the bouquet over to me because she's like, I want to make sure you get it next. And I'm like, girlfriend, that was 10 years ago. Uh, (laughs) I did not get married next (laughs) of the friend. (laughs) I just think it's so weird to single out your single friends to get to the dance floor. And at weddings, none of your friends are single. Maybe three, maybe four. Well, I think it depends on the demographic too. If you get married Mm -hmm. at 19, sure, sure. 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 You're going to have a bunch of children at your wedding. No Mm -hmm. problem. If Mm -hmm. you are maybe mid to late thirties, maybe you're 50, maybe mm-hmm. it's your second marriage. And it's like, this feels really friggin' weird to be throwing my bouquet. Don't mm-hmm. do it. Just yeah, don't do yeah. it. <laughs> we don't, I I've seen the tradition leave as time went on. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I also have done weddings where it's a family tradition and they want to see the bouquet thrown. So that right. is sometimes okay. But to me, I usually don't even bother mm-hmm. mentioning it, <laughs> including the guard I... across the guard tosses. <laughs> Yeah, I think in the same vein, it's a little bit like, you know, we really need to do that anymore. Uh, the garter toss is also, or yeah, the garter toss is a little bit creepy as well. because It's you so to, creepy. You, I've, well, I've never seen an elegant one. Never. Nope. Nope. You've got to find the garter first under all that dress. And some of the girls are wearing it. your parents. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. Um, and I mean, we they didn't have entertainment back then the way we do now. So <laughs> to be fair, this was the entertainment. Kind of weird, but whatever. I don't know. Don't throw the garter. Um, you get know, a magician. <laughs> right. Get a Nintendo system. <laughs> yes. Right. Oh, my God. I love it. Okay. Number four. I was very against having a veil over my face. I think it's an outdated sexist tradition rooted in misogyny. Uh, I disagree. I disagree. I think veils add a very bridal component to your 100%. Dress. Yes. And I think the veils, especially our friend Katie from Jane Ryan, the collection has some stunning veils. And I think oh. they just add so much texture and personality, mm-hmm. pop, mm-hmm. whimsy. And, you know, if, if you want to have a blusher over you, and I think it's okay. If you don't, then you don't. But if you do, it's cool. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, f- I find that I have, yeah. I mean, w- this particular sentence was I don't like the idea of having a veil over my face okay that's fine I get that mm-hmm. um there are so many different options that you can do that are behind your head like I wore mm-hmm. one it was a really small one for my for the elopement like it was a little kind of it was a fingertip veil and it was perfect and it just pinned into the back it didn't go over my head in any way mm-hmm. shape or form and mm-hmm. yeah it just kind of completes the look I mean hello how many episodes of say yes to the dress have we seen where they're like do you want to get kitted up and are all jack is it what does he say we get all jacked up and she, and they give you the yeah yeah exactly they give you the fake bouquet and they put in the veil and all of a sudden you're like wow yes I feel like a bride I feel like a bride so mm-hmm. I think I think the veil if you have a really strong opinion of course don't wear it but mm-hmm. I have to say that it definitely it completes the look I think I think so but over the face I'm indifferent you know. I mean uh, yeah 
Yeah. I mean, I like, I like the, the wow factor of like, you take the dress, like you, the veil, like, Oh, comes over your head and it's just like super <laughs> magical. But, yeah. um, I also reminds me of the scene on, uh, Eliza. We can never say her last name. Uh, Eliza Schlesinger. Yes, I think you got it. Whatever. Yeah. You know what it is. Anyways, yeah. where she talks about when she got married and, um, walking down the, ve- <laughs> walking down the aisle with the veil over her face. She's like, I can't see anything. I paid for this shit. I can't see freaking anything. And you're tripping over things. Oh, no. <laughs> I would almost be concerned with the lashes because you have really thick yes. lashes on. So I mm-hmm. think that would hit the blusher a lot, which I believe would annoy me personally. So You know yeah. what would really piss me off is if mm-hmm. I get my perfect red lips yes. smacked onto the end of <laughs> the veil and I flip it over and you're yeah. trying to get photos of the dress from behind and all you see is like some weird red lips in the back of your head. That'd be amazing. <laughs> no. Whoa, is that part of the fail? No, I fucked up is what happened. (laughs) All right, number five. Head tables with the entire bridal party are horrible. They separate the partners of the bridal party members from the only person they usually know at the whole wedding. It just feels cruel. Hmm. Um, I have mixed feelings about this one. I I have mixed feelings because I have been... I have been at the head table mm-hmm. where I'm like, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've also, yeah, I don't know. I, I I like the idea. We've seen a lot of really cool ways to get around this where it's like the mm-hmm. long harvest table where you have like the bridal party and their dates. Because mm-hmm. nobody likes to sit at like table 11 with a bunch of random people you don't even know. And you're sure. like, oh, which one are you? You're like, oh, my, my so-and-so's on the, on the groom side. Oh, my so-and-so's on the bride side. You're like, okay, cool. Let's just hang out, get yeah, drunk together. It's uh, I've been on the head table too, and my partner has been in the crowd, and it is a bit odd. Um, mm-hmm. But you know what? Make friends. <laughs> no. Well, yes, yes, make friends. And I mean, honestly, it's one night. It's one like you'll night. be you'll two be fine. hours at max. Like you can yes, you can, you can eat your chicken away from each other. Like calm right. the fuck down, right? Exactly. You know, like you'll survive. Um, yeah, and you know, like I've also been at the head table and my partner's been in the crowd with my friend's partner who was also in the crowd. So like they know each other. It's not yeah. awkward or anything. You know, just get exactly. over it. It's the wedding. Yeah. It's not for you. It's for the couple. But exactly. you know, there are ways to get ta- uh the couple's partners at the head table. Uh there's mm-hmm. also ways where you just do a sweetheart table, but some mm-hmm. couples really like just the look of a traditional head, head table, table that you would see exactly. uh, we have a wedding like that right now where one the bride liked the idea of a head table that had a king table but she said mm-hmm. well my groom really wants a traditional head table and he hasn't had very many choices in this wedding so i'm mm-hmm. gonna give it to him <laughs> well that's my way. <laughs> it's like, well, that's he has, no, he has no say in anything yeah. except yeah he's he has no say in anything except how i eat my dinner <laughs> okay, <laughs> totally. okay Okay, honey. That's a good cup rise. Oh my gosh. Okay, number six. Don't have bridesmaids. Not all friendships last, and to have their faces in a whole lot of wedding pictures just ruins the picture. Um, I mean, they're not wrong. They're not <laughs> wrong. Because yeah. I, I have been, I've been in a few wedding um, bridal parties, and um, yeah. I don't know if it's just life has kind mm-hmm. of diverted mm-hmm. us in our paths, but I'm definitely not very close with some of the people that I have been in their bridal party. So same, same. Yes. Don't have bridesmaids. Yeah. It's a but tough one. 
lately, I, think I have I, 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 to our yeah. clients to go with siblings instead because mm-hmm, you're never yes, going to be yeah. rid of blood, right? Or just go with it, one. Yeah, one mm-hmm. or siblings or family members that are close to you because they are guaranteed to be in your life for a long time, right? Right. But, exactly. you know, you have some of those friends that you've been together for 20 years, so you don't – it's a tough call. Uh, personally, mm-hmm. I had a large bridal party and there's one person that I don't really connect with anymore because just life in general just happens. But yeah, um, which I guess can be, I know, I guess it can be kind of expected. I mean, the onus is on you also to like maintain that friendship. You obviously have them in yeah. your bridal party for a reason. My friend was really, really specific about the people that she had in her bridal party. Mm-hmm. I knew her from high school. Mm-hmm. She had somebody that knew her and her husband when they were like just meeting, like just getting to know each other. And then, uh, and then she had somebody that was there like in the after part. So, um, and then, yeah, so I don't know, like she was really specific about how she picked her people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I, mm-hmm. some people are like, I just have to invite the entire village because if I don't, I mean, I showed you, I showed you the yes. photo yes, from earlier today and I am... <laughs> A junior bridesmaid and my sister and I are at the beginning of the, the beginning of the line and there is a shallot of people in that photo you can see down <laughs> down the aisle there's just there's a lot of us yeah but then your family right you have to Back well home. you have to invite like the whole family but I mean we were so young would we have been upset if we weren't invited no mm-hmm. I, no I literally wouldn't have given a shit I was I was 10 <laughs> nine you know, I'm grateful. I, you know, thank you very much for the invite invitation, but I feel mm-hmm. like there's this weird pressure of like, you have to have, you have to have so many people, you have to have a larger party or you have to have an equal number of bridesmaids, yeah, the equal number. Too, you don't need which to. is another one where I'm like, no dude, like mm-hmm. have as many people as you want. You can do co-ed on either side, which we've done before. Mm-hmm. So I think there's definitely like some, some play with this, but, um, I think also maybe you shouldn't be having people in your wedding party that you're not going to be friends with in six months. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, number seven. Having an open bar is ridiculous and expensive. Offer wine on the tables during their meals and toasts, but let your guests get hammered on their own dime. Uh, okay, so there's ways around this. I semi-agree with this based on a few weddings we've done in the past where the open bar got out of hand. Mm-hmm. If you know that your guests are going to stand at the bar and being like, the 10 shots on bro because he's paying for it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. First of all, that guy does not get any real liquor. <laughs> like, but we all know He's just that water. A, yeah. So you know that that's going to happen, right? Now mm-hmm. there's ways around it. Some places have a cap. You need to make. You need to spend a certain amount of at your venue. Mm-hmm. So tell the bar, like, hey, when that number hits, then switch to cash because I need to make the minimum. I don't want to go over the minimum. Right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We've had 12 grand. Okay. That's enough. Ooh, right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Shut her down. Shut her down. I, <clears throat> yes, I am of two minds of this one as well, because mm-hmm. I have been to, I have been to weddings where it's been a cash bar and I didn't know, and, uh, they didn't have an ATM and I had no cash with me. And I was like, well, I guess this is going to be a really quiet evening. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yes, um, yes. Or I've traveled a really long way and I'm like, are you friggin' kidding? I had to take yes. a flight here. What the heck? So um, much like any guest when like you show up mm-hmm. and you don't give them the expectation of like, yeah, this is either a dry event or you're going to, oh, it's a cash yeah. bar. Well, yeah. what the hell? Um, 
So, I mean, some people you do need to manage and sometimes you need to do like a bit of a half and half where it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, I'm going to do beer and wine is host, but alcohol is going to be $2 or something like that. So you can kind of help to recover some of the costs, especially if your friends are like a bunch of booze hounds and you know, like I cannot afford, I cannot afford to, to, um, (laughs) hydrate my friends. They will literally drink every beverage, every bottle. This place will be empty. (laughs) So (laughs) yeah, there's, there's. It's, it's tricky. It's tricky. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know what? A good point is that my friend was actually telling me about a wedding she went to and she said drinks were available until the dancing portion and then drinks, you know, because it was at a restaurant, it ended up being like $11 a highball. And she's like, <gasps> no one stuck around because no one's going to pay $11 for a highball. So they had this whole dance party plan, but because the bar was completely cash bar people no. left so if oh you want my a party, gosh. that's a tough one to get around right that's something you gotta you have to consider that as well right yeah. yes absolutely Thinking or about it, I, I did the same thing at my cousin's wedding my cousin's wedding turned to cash bar after two drinks mm-hmm, and they were mm-hmm. incredibly expensive it's like well see ya <laughs> right i'm not gonna yeah shit like some yeah. of the drinks oh my goodness like cocktails mm-hmm. if you want to do cocktails even highballs nine dollars eight dollars or nine dollars for a highball are you kidding me like no yes no. Yeah. Gonna be Maybe. tailgating in the tailgating in the parking lot and coming back in hammered. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> That's how people do it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, number eight. Your first dance should last no longer than one minute. No one wants to watch you badly dance for a whole song. <laughs> I kind of agree with it. <laughs> I totally agree with it. Okay. Yes. I, uh, okay. We always suggest that with all of the songs, so whether it's like your first dance or if it's like a parent dance as well. To basically go after like the first chorus. So you have the intro of the song, you have the first chorus, and then just slowly fade it out. Because uh-huh. yeah, no one really wants to watch you dance like you're in grade seven. No. Hand to hand. No. You know, it's not a high school dance. No. But there are some dances that you can get help with to be choreographed. And mm-hmm. those can last a little longer or those can only last a minute and a half. But yeah, no. It's mm-hmm. awkward to watch you sway back and forth for four and a half minutes. Yes. And yes. there is a, we say, just give us a signal, you know, the eye, the top on the head, the finger, <laughs> the, the wave over the neck of cut, you know, we'll, we'll cut it. We'll say, just, just, just fade it out. Just a nice just, little. Just a little bit. Just a just little bit. Just dial down. Uh, yes. Cause I actually tried doing that after the first, after the second course, he's like, no, 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 keep it playing. I was like, oh, okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. And everyone, all you, all you could hear was just like knives and forks in the background. I was like, oh, you lost people. Not good. Not good. <laughs> okay. Nine. Don't invite babies. No one wants to hear Jerisha. Jessica. With an H? Oh, my goodness. Jessica with an H. This is a, like a personal message. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read it again. Don't invite babies. No one wants to hear Jessica Shaw crying during the middle of the vows. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jessica. Oh, man. Okay, okay, I, just get rid of the H. Jesus. Just I don't know. Maybe it's a silent H. We don't know. Oh, my God. Millennials writing this BuzzFeed shit. Oh. <laughs> brutal. Brutal. <laughs> uh, however... Also, I agree. Ooh, I we, we're gonna okay. do a whole podcast dedicated to kids mm. at weddings, but ultimately mm-hmm. the baby is not gonna remember it, and neither will you watching that baby. Oh, man. So, so my many... mom friend actually asked if she should take a baby to a wedding, and I gave her my candid opinion. But I said, look, like 
there are important milestones that a baby should be at. The family photos are Mm -hmm. important. It is important to document that your family was there when baby was a certain age because you can look at this Mm -hmm. from time to time that your family is complete. These are part of the people. Mm -hmm. Does baby give Mm -hmm. a shit about chicken being served El Diablo with a side of wine? No, they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. No, they don't. (laughs) Poor little dudes. Poor little dudes. Former new mom, just oh my god! If like I did not it's, want to leave the house, okay? <laughs> just oh man, I mean, on. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. But I do have to say though, it also depends on where you're having your ceremony. Because if you're doing it in a church, ninety nine point nine percent of the time there's a crying room. Yeah. So if your kid is starting to fuss up a little bit, all good. Just sure. go to the crying room. Not a big mm-hmm. deal. That's yeah. why they're literally why they were built. Mm-hmm. If you're outside in a field, just walk to the ditch. <laughs> Totally. Yes. But like there are exceptions. So uh, there was a wedding I did where the couple traveled from Australia with their six month old baby. Mm-hmm. Like right. they have to, right? Baby still nursing. Right. Yep. They traveled halfway across the world. Of course you can come into the wedding with your baby. Of course. But you know, if grandma and grandma live close by or maybe one of you go to represent, you know, Tim went to his Christmas right. party when I was two months postpartum. And he's mm-hmm. like, you coming? And I was like, oh, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, I haven't washed my hair since two months. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, it's so true. It is. It's uh, yeah. Also kids go to bed around eight. Like that's when the fun starts happening and you really want your kid having a meltdown at the table. I know. I I went to, I went to a wedding once and um, the kids were included, which was fine. They were actually Mm -hmm. mostly pretty well behaved. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it got time to bedtime and the, mm-hmm. the, the table where they were sitting was right by the wall. And mm-hmm. so the mom just reached under the table and pulled, like whipped out a sleeping bag and just had the kids sleeping on the floor. And I was like, you came prepared, Yes, which is great. But also there's a child sleeping on the floor. <laughs> yes. I don't yeah. want to trip anywhere near I that table. A, we did a wedding where the, one of the bridesmaids had her two kids sleeping on the cot while they danced and had fun and stuff. And, like, to each their own whatever, but, like, personally for me, I, I think that's not really worth my f- trade-off of fun. <laughs> like, I don't uh, – I'd rather I, be the parent or have, a like, a wild wedding night. I wouldn't right. – I don't want to combine them, uh, personally for me. I think it – yeah, I know. And I think it also depends. Like, don't invite babies. Well, ex- define baby. Are we talking, mm-hmm. like, literally 11 minutes old off the – like, yeah, so ba- new that you can't, like, still yes. on the tip kind of thing? Or are we talking, yeah. like – a two-year-old that could be maybe at home mm-hmm. maybe mom and dad want to go out for the night or something mm-hmm. i don't know anyways yeah. my two-year-old they- would not sit at a table and behave mm-hmm. absolutely no. not <laughs> he would want to no. go say hi to everybody uh, get into all the things throw right? all the forks and find this the is- water source to play in it- exactly yeah no this is totally a, a podcast that we are actually going to dive into because <laughs> this is a game changer for friendships i've heard of people that have broken up friendships because mm-hmm. of, they haven't been inviting kids and like it's a, this is one of the most controversial, popular, unpopular, unpopular. opinions, whatever you want to call it, because, eh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, okay, that's for another time. Another right, time. Number ten. Another time. Number ten. Weddings are huge parties to celebrate your love. Go big or go home. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> what does your budget say? What does your budget tell you? <laughs> what does your budget tell you? <laughs> um, I agree to this. Weddings are huge parties to celebrate your love. And I think especially after the big old C word finishes doing its little shitty ass thing, people are going to want to party and they're going to want to have fun. Now, does that mean you go big or go home? 
Uh, not necessarily. You don't have to break the bank, but I think people are going to want to party. And it is an opportunity for people to, to maybe go a little bit ham. Like some of the stuff that you have at the wedding, you don't normally have at a regular dinner party. So it's a great opportunity to, to obviously invite as many people as you want to invite or as little people as you want to invite and just really have like a super awesome day. So I 100% agree with this one. See, I am half and half. I love a big party. Don't get me wrong. And I love the big party that I had, but witnessing these COVID weddings, a part of me was kind of partial to an intimate ceremony. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think it depends on who you are as a couple, you know, yes. and then you can choose from there. But it is a time to celebrate your love. Is it a huge party? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like it to be huge? I think also having, with, having said that too, with a lot of the weddings that we did during COVID, it was just either like it was just the ceremony. So mm-hmm. it was just the one portion of it. Whereas I think next year we're going to see a lot of like the second half of weddings mm-hmm. where yeah. you're going to have like the big reception. So I think that's where people are going to maybe go a little bit bananas. Absolutely. So I think sure. it'll be interesting to see. Let's see. Yes. Okay. Next opinion. Can you read it? Cause my computer won't let me scroll just up. Being a little or... dingleberry. No problem. Yeah, okay. Modern. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Surprise, modern technology. Tarina and I are not in the room together. <laughs> All oh, right. No, I, got it. I got it. I'll say Did it. you get it? Okay. Yes. Number 11. Modern weddings are all about the bride. It's her big day, except it actually isn't. It's her parents' day. Uh, I 100% uh... agree. So not going to lie, this is like one of our major selling features. <laughs> and I'll explain why. It's basically, you know it's my day. It's all about me. I want to be me. Okay. Well, that's great. But Mm -hmm. your parents raised you or your guardians or your siblings, whatever. Mm -hmm. They are a part of your life and they shaped the human you are today to be paired up with this person. So Mm -hmm. I need to shut up and swallow your pride and let them have one thing at the wedding. (laughs) I think, yes, I, I, I do agree with this statement that it is, it's not just about the bride and the groom or bride, bride, groom, groom. Um, it's about the village, I think, that helped yeah. create shape. you and and shape you and get you to where you are today. So yes, it's about the parents. Yes, it's about your it's about your family. It's about your friends. And I think I think honoring one little thing, even if it's just like, oh my gosh, I'm having a hell of a time just planning, and they just are really wanting to be involved, and it's like I'm 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 gonna kill somebody. <laughs> like ah, uh, I think it's okay to be like, what is one thing I will I will acknowledge. And I will include one thing that is really, really important to you because that one little thing will literally save you for the rest of your life. Absolutely. If you are marrying someone and your and their your in laws, your future in laws are asking for like one little itty bitty thing, mm-hmm. there's probably a reason for it, which means it's probably really important to them. And mm-hmm. you acknowledging that just makes you a huge badass, and mm-hmm. they will love you forever, and they will do anything for you because you did that one little tiny thing. Yeah, or on they a very important have, day for you. Uh, like your future in-law sometimes has another kid that got married mm-hmm. and they were like, well, you know, the other person took over the planning process, so I didn't really get to yeah. be a part of it and then I want to be a part right. of it. It's like, well, yeah, there's no reason that your parents couldn't be a part of it. If you guys mm-hmm. don't get along, maybe find this opportunity to right. get along in a certain capacity to, you know, because you're going to have, you're going to be in the, this family forever. There's no reason to... Don't start off on the wrong foot. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. All right. Number 12. 
wearing white to a wedding is fine. It's just a color. So what? No one is going to steal the attention away from the bride. Okay, so wearing white is shady <laughs> in my wearing opinion. White. So if you okay, so let's clarify what wearing white is. If you show up to a wedding in a dress that is like white but you've got colorful flowers on it or you've got black stripes on it or you've got like other colors involved in it and white might just be like the base okay sure uh Uh, if you show up to a wet if you show up to a western wedding let's clarify Mm -hmm. you show up to Mm -hmm. a western wedding wearing a white dress that bride is going to find the nearest red wine and throw (laughs) that shit on you because i would do that (laughs) I just I would like, be pissed. I'd be pissed like, if I showed up, right? And some somebody's date that they've been like I had to invite them, and they like I don't know <laughs> randomly just showed up. You're like you've been dating for ten minutes, and you showed up in a white dress on my day. No, you know what though? There's a dynamic in my family <laughs> that I think maybe an like a like an, a distant aunt or something would wear white just to you know. Just show their place in the pride in the pack. That's and that's what yeah. I mean by shady. You know, it's like I am important because I am wearing white. And notice me, right? Because you got to, right? That's what I, where I think that element could come in. So I think so. I mean, we that's can always where just I mean by that's shady. Right, <laughs> I call shady. Right. That's, yeah, it's shady. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, how many? Like I say, going back to the whole. Um, uh, say yes to the dress. I remember one episode, and it was like the mom of the bride was trying on wedding dresses too. And she walks out in a white wedding dress while they were trying dresses on. And the daughter was like, mom, what the fuck? What are you doing? <laughs> like, like I would just be, you know, and it's just like, it's like the whole day. mother, mo- what is it? Monster-in-law with the, uh, with JLo and, um, Jane Fonda. Oh right. Jane Fonda. Right. She, she yeah. shows up in this like glamorous dress. I was like, uh, it's, it's my day. I only get one. It's my I day. I so it. I don't know. You gotta be a little bit, a little bit careful. A little careful. Yes, agreed. <laughs> Number thirteen. You do not need to serve a dessert and a cake. Cake is dessert. So I agree I with mean, this one. Yes, I do. I mean, I love dessert and I like cake, but yes, cake is dessert. I think it depends. You can have on a how... cake and dessert if the cake is not meant to feed everybody. It's like a yes. third of your desserts, and then there's cookies and. Donuts mm-hmm. and shit, right? But most most people like a dessert bar. Yeah, they like the yeah. idea of a dessert buffet along with cake, but people are so freaking full, they don't want to eat at nine o'clock and get heavy with cake. They oh want to dance and drink, and it's usually summer, so they're hot. No one, no one wants to eat it, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, and the cake is always like the traditional. It's one of those traditional elements of a wedding that you always have the aunts and the moms and the uncles and the grandparents. They all want to watch you cut the cake because it's really romantic. Yeah. It's really lovely. Yeah. But yes, exactly. If you if they really want you to have a cake, a cake, do it as like the cake cutting. Have something really so like a six inch cake, something really small. You mm-hmm. can cut it, and then and then you can just have the rest of your dessert after. Or talk to your venue or your caterer and just be like, we have a giant ass cake. And we're going to cut it up and it's going on the buffet and that's what we're eating. There's your dessert. <laughs> yeah. So there, there's ways around it, but I wouldn't, I would not have both. I would have both with a volume in mm-hmm. mind, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I want, exactly. I have a hundred person wedding. I want a cake that could feed 30 people and I want 60 donuts. Boom. Yeah. Done. Boom. Done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number 14. This is, this is funny. The garter toss. 
just makes me uncomfortable. Like, I know y'all had sex, but I don't need to see your head go up her dress. And yes, yes, this is what we were saying. 100,000% agree. I've never, ever, ever seen a garter toss go like, oh, wow, that was amazing. Oh, wow, that was hilarious. Or like, oh, oh, like it's always us being like, oh, 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 no, no, no. He's been under too long. Yes. Oh, no, the sexy song is on. Stop, stop. Oh, that's so bad. So bad. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, we don't the have to talk about this a little bit, but yeah, no, it's not great. No, it sucks. Nobody wants to see it, and it's weird. It's Let's weird. Get no rid of this tradition. See, yeah, <laughs> the softcore porn on the dance floor in front of the kids <laughs> that had to get invited. No, no thank you. No, <laughs> thank you. Oh man. Number fifteen. Most of the time, when the couple writes their own vows, they are cringy, lame, and sappy, and they don't reflect the proper gravity of what you're meant to be committing. Um, yes. Yes, I, I, I'm going to have to do like a 50% agree on this one, (laughs) mostly because so, and the reason why I say this is because when Riel and I were talking with our efficient for our elopement, they, he actually mentioned this and he said, you know, if you guys are looking at doing your own vows, it's actually a really serious thing to be writing and saying. So it's like, I promise to do this for you. I promise to do this for you. It's a, it's a serious sort of thing. Otherwise it's, you know, for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, those are the traditional vows that you would be saying. Mm -hmm. So when you're saying things like, I promise to always like give you the leftovers of the Cheetos or shit like that. I'm like, okay, that's, it's funny. Don't get me wrong. It's entertaining. And usually it's reflective of the couple. So it's cute, but it's like, you know what, if you were literally dying of cancer, would you literally be like, here, would you like the other bag of like Cheetos? Like, nah. like no, you wouldn't be. <laughs> like, you wouldn't be. You'd be like, I love you. Let me take care of you for better, for worse, for richer, for poor. You know what I mean? So I just, I've, I've heard enough that are like, oh, okay. Right, so I think not- some ceremonies have the option of both, right? You can say mm-hmm. the vows of repeat after me. I promise to do this. I promise to do mm-hmm. that. Because to me, I think the vows are the personal promise that you're making to each other. But Tim and I both said funny vows. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is us because we joke around a lot. Right. Um, no, I think there's a balance between two. I think Agreed. you can go with, you know, and and I think honestly, that's what the couple are like. That's what the people want to see. Like they've seen, I promise to take you and blah, blah, blah. They've all seen that, but they haven't yes. seen you talking to each other. And it person, it brings a personal element to the, you know, cookie cutter of a ceremony in my, in my yes. opinion. I like seeing personal vows said, however they may be. I think the one that struck us all was the one at Seasons in the Park where we were not expecting him to make every girl cry in that room. Every man. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, my yes. God. Yeah, I think it's he just, just it's like the speeches. Some of them are like, wow, really well done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even even my groom a couple weeks ago where I was like, wow, that was really unexpected. And it was mm-hmm. really beautiful and really touching and he just really described the bride in such a way that I was like oh my gosh you guys that is so so beautiful so sweet and yes they did talk about funny little things too but it was it was just it was really really well done I've just seen some that I'm like is that on the back that's literally on the back of like the hotel paper pad which is fine because some people have really struggled to write their own vows I think the other thing too is the pressure of having to write your own vows like you don't have to if you don't want to if you want to, great, but make sure you're both on board because there's nothing mm-hmm. worse. I mean, we've seen, because we, I've seen those vows where I'm like, did you literally write this last night? And it's just like mm-hmm. crossed out. It's just such a hot mess. Like yeah. if you don't, if, if it's see, not. I, I demanded um, it. I was like, I want this. <laughs> I want it. 
<laughs> you don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah, you don't have a choice. Figure it out. Figure it out. Right. And I'm sure it was absolutely lovely. And and I'm sure Tim was like just made you totally weep and it was really beautiful and amazing. But I don't know. I just I I, I think I think there has to I think it has to be done really well. I think that's what it is. That's yeah, why I'm no, like, there's a like, there's a loop. The photo I've... is of how I met your mother. Yeah. Uh, and she's like Show. <laughs> well yeah the, the photo is just like you, you even you even created an egg dish and named it after me what is this shit what is that shit <laughs> yeah yeah if real no, uh, a, a food dish out of me i would be so mad <laughs> so a way around it this is a pro tip for you for this episode is that you can say your personal funny vows during your thank you speech after dinner mm-hmm. when there's a little mm-hmm. more wine in your body it's a little more casual Mm -hmm. so you could do it that way as well or or what we actually had uh last month was the groom was really nervous about saying his private like his personal vows so they did Mm -hmm. the traditional vows in front of everybody and then they did their own privately it was just the two of them on the dock and it was like Mm -hmm. it was really freaking nice like he cried she cried it was really really lovely and and yeah so there's a way to get it they like the ducks, they like the ducks swim, swam by. They're like, but we're bird people. This is amazing. It was so cool. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Number 16. The idea of bride and groom not seeing one another before the wedding is a dumb, superstitious tradition. Ooh. We call this a first look. <laughs> um, yes. I had a bride once that was like, you know, I want to be a surprise. Okay. I've been, I, I've been waiting for this day and I want to be a mm-hmm. motherfucking surprise. That's what she told me. She's uh-huh. like, I want to do this first look. I want to do that. Now yes. I, I've said it before, but I didn't do a first look and I wish I did because Tim and I had lived together for six years mm-hmm. already at this point that we were married. So it just, <laughs> I agree. It, it is a dumb superstition. You know, <laughs> There is anticipation for seeing each other at the ceremony. (laughs) But some people, people have superstitions and traditions for a reason. And they're like, if something were to happen, they'd be like, see, it's because you saw each other beforehand. I'm like, no, it's not. It's because he did something terrible or she did something awful (laughs) and we just didn't work out. So that's really what happened. However, um, you see, there's always that little cloud looming over your head. I I think it really depends doing a first look. And we've, I think we did a podcast on this as well about like what is going to make the most sense for you. Mm -hmm. I was hard and fast against doing a first look, but Mm -hmm. logistically for us, because we did it in the wintertime that we were like, we, we don't have enough light. So we kind of need to do it like this way. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know for like the big one that we're going to do next year, it's going to be like, nope, you're going to watch me walk down the aisle for the first time because that's how that's the surprise. I got a fucking bail on. <laughs> I got the whole thing. <laughs> you are going to cry. cry. You are going to cry. But I, I, yeah, I think it totally depends on the couple. We actually did a wedding a few years ago where the bride and groom like did not, were not apart from each other at all. They mm-hmm. slept together the night before. They yeah. got up. They showered. Well, they didn't shower together, but they were like <laughs> up together. They had breakfast together. They decorated their cake together. Mm-hmm. They did everything together. And then he went downstairs and got into his suit with mm-hmm. his bridal party. And she stayed upstairs and got into her dress with her bridal party. So, but they were they saw each other like until the half an hour before the wedding started. Yeah. So, and you they know, got married and that, in their own home. It, it made it sense. It was perfect for them. For them. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it totally made sense. So, not for everyone, but yes. There you go. <laughs> you bet. And number 17, get married wherever you want. It's your day. No one else's. If you want to have a destination on the other side of the world, go for it. 
So I don't agree with this one. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I love traveling. So um, I mean, I'm all for destination weddings. And it makes me laugh when some people think it's a way to like um, weed people out. But um, however, now people are like, cool, I'll make it a trip. And you're like, God damn it. (laughs) Now we've had more people than we expected. Right. For me, uh, it was... And completely impossible to make that happen for our wedding day uh, because mm-hmm. our families are so big and realistically we could say maybe 20% could afford the ticket mm-hmm. and that's not really fair to ask for an investment right. of them. Yep, absolutely. And that's where we landed with it because there were talks of it and mm-hmm. we were just like we don't really want to put people out right right yeah and we were only engaged for five months so even to do that wouldn't have made sense but to me I think you really have to consider who can make the travel or who can you know do it now I really liked what a couple of ours did uh, a couple years ago where they had their wedding here and then they had an open honeymoon which is a bit odd but if you're on a Mexican resort Mm -hmm. people can choose what they want to if they want to join and they just continued mm-hmm. the party for a week. But it was someone's choice to go. They didn't have right. to go, but they could choose to join yes. them. And that yes. suited yeah. the couple very well. So I think that's a happy medium. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're also Absolutely. going to elope and you don't want people coming, then pick somewhere far. Like be like, we're going to Fiji. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> uh, we're going We're going parts unknown. Parts unknown. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I think when you do destination weddings – I think you do it for a few different reasons. Obviously, one of them is to try and weed people out. I think another one is a little bit of sentiment as well. It might be there might be a reason why you're going to that location if you don't necessarily live there. Um, I had a friend of mine. Um, I've referenced her wedding a few times on the podcast before. She's from the states, and she lived in she lived in Vancouver for a year, and her husband actually lived in Victoria for a few years. So. Um, being in getting married in Vancouver was was something that they really wanted to do and they prepared their guests with enough of a leeway that it made sense for them and they kind of made it into a you know the guests made it into a trip and whatever it was it was good fun um we had another wedding that was a destination where they were both Canadian but living in the UK so their destination was like coming back home so we helped Mm -hmm. them we helped make that happen for them as well so I think destination wedding yes sure go for it um if you're but I, I if it I don't know. It's weird. A destination like, weddings uh, aren't the same as the way they're not the same as the way they used to be. No, or the good one was a, or a great example is um, our couple. So he was from Australia, she was from here, and mm-hmm. they lived in Australia. So they brought his mm-hmm. whole family from Australia mm-hmm. to here because they were essentially living their life there. Mm-hmm. So they gave her family and friends here the opportunity to be with them before she you know, ultimately move back to Australia. So exactly. Yeah. That was the way to kind of cap onto that. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think it's something you got to think about. So I, I I like the idea of destination weddings. I'm not against them getting married wherever you want. Sure. It comes back. It comes back to the whole, like it's the bride's day, but not really the bride and groom's day. Like it's, it's, you know, I know some people are like, if we stay at home, we have to literally invite the entire village and we just, we can't afford that. Mm-hmm. And so by doing it remotely, like somewhere else, it means that you're not hurting anybody's feelings. You're keeping mm-hmm. it really low key. And it's just only going to be the super intimate, like parents, siblings, maybe close friends, whatever, whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Destination weddings, hot topic. <laughs> 
hot topic. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. So that was 17 unpopular opinions with BuzzFeed. I did I learn so many things? I don't know. <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> I learned that I have an opinion. Did we learn some things? I don't know. Did we? We hope oh, you yeah. learn things. That's the whole point of this opinions. podcast is that you guys learn from us well, what our feelings are about. <laughs> we hope. I mean, at the end, at the end of the day too, I mean, obviously we have our own opinions and we have our own, you know, we've obviously we've both have had our own ceremonies and we have ideas of how that looked. And, mm-hmm. you know, if we would maybe change some things, sure, whatever, or maybe just leave it the way it was. Cause it was absolutely awesome in that moment. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just at the end of the day, like we say, like you do you, whatever mm-hmm. works. Mm-hmm. I think some of these are probably kind of maybe just kind of keep an eye on or just like be mindful of some of mm-hmm. them might not pertain to you at all. Some of them. And, and I mean, unpopular opinions come from people that have opinions. And like we say, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one <laughs> and not all of them are nice and not all of them are, all of them are right. <laughs> okay guys. Well, oh until gosh. next time we'll have another topic for you. Maybe we'll break down some of these unpopular opinions. Maybe we'll just tell you about our day. We don't know, but we're always <laughs> here giving you all the advice you need. So thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Take care. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Wedding Session. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can get updates to your phone for the latest episodes. Want to connect with us? Hit us up on Instagram at The Wedding Session. We're people first and planners second and understand everyone deserves their own unique wedding experience. So when it comes to planning your wedding, do what's right for you. This episode was written, produced, and created by us. us.